This is Mark. And this is Kenny. And this is All I Want to Do is Talk About Madonna. Part two of our four-part series of Drown World Tour. Wind. I love this section on looking back at it. Now, I love it. I didn't know that I, I don't know that I loved it as much when I saw it, though there are parts I love a lot. Yeah. But I think when I look at it, when I was watching it to get ready for today, I was like, wow, the story here is so clear and interesting and complicated and really large. And it's building on a lot of things that were in the culture at that time. Mm. But my big question for you to even start, because she yeah. play, her character she plays in this is like, I think her name for it is Geisha. Yeah. Right? Geisha girl. Geisha sure. girl. Okay. And um, I guess this goes back to a question I've asked you before. Appropriation or appreciation? Um, tick-tock, 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 Looking at it from a today lens, it's a little appropriating. There's a lot in it that is, um, I think about the walk she does in um, Nobody, yeah, nobody, Nobody's Perfect. Yeah, yeah. that is a little, and, and she's doing that kind of baby doll voice. Yeah. There's a little bit too uh, of a discomfort for me yeah. in that kind of era. I, I don't think she would do a, a performance like this today. I agree. And um, so it's it's complicated. Um, okay. That being said, it was a thrilling performance. Yes. And, and section and theatrical and cinematic. And it was, um, of all the sections in the show, I feel like it's the most groundbreaking. Yes. And the most... Um, most like theater and Cirque du Soleil and act. I mean, it, 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 it just pushes everything to the next. This is the section that pushes the show to the next level. Yes. Um, just the fact she flies through the air. You're yes. just kind of like, like I, I think of pink and pink's performances where she's an air. She's an aerialist. This was the beginning of that. That's right. Yeah. I think, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I think to me, this section is akin to the religious section in Blonde Ambition. This is totally like a, this is a reinvention moment. All of these songs are recontextualized for this world. Yeah. And they all work within this, um, you know, kind of silly story, but also like story about a woman who goes from being a geisha to a warrior. Yeah. You know, and um, becoming free. Yeah, and and uh, and also there it, it it has a there's a novelistic quality to yes. it that makes it a kind of this enclosed thing within the show. Like like she, none of these elements come back in later in the show right. or before, and so it's like it's this. And I also imagine this was a section where Madonna was like when she conceived of this. This was when she was like, okay, I'm ready to go on tour. Mm, I like I do. That. I feel like this was the first section she really worked on and be like, okay, we're, this is what I want to start with. Interesting. Yeah. I like that. I mean, I like that as an idea. I think there is something like we start back at zero at the top of this and we start with the first video-ish interlude, right? Mm -hmm. Which is the first of these of its kind for Madonna Correct. show, which becomes like a template for all of her shows. Yeah. Um, as far as we know so far, you yeah. know, um, and 
I remember too at the time being like, oh, it's just a video sequence. This is a time to go get a drink, you know, or whatever. But yeah. like now I look at it and I'm like, oh, you know, she was giving us a video. Correct. Which we'd never had of yeah. this song, which is like a fan favorite and a, a really interesting song. She's also introducing this character in this world telling us the first part of the story about this woman who's sort of trapped in this world. Yeah. Um, I have all of there. There is a light. I have it all in me. Yeah. But I'm trapped by my circumstances and, and my role and my cultural role. Right. Yeah. And so that's all happening on the video, which is gorgeous. Well, and, and uh, uh, so I have a couple things. First of all, this is the only one of the, the filmed videos. And this is really the only one that everyone really remembers where she's in it. Yeah. Later, she's in a lot more of her yeah. own stuff. Everything else is is other source material. This is the only one. Do you think she directed this or worked on, like, do you yeah, think she question. directed this herself? Because I, I feel like this is something where, like, we're seeing the templates of Madonna as a director yeah. coming into, she, she wants more control. She wants more um, of a say in... And this is something she can do once and then do over. Like she's yeah. not performing this every night. This section, right. this little video. I think you're. I, I don't know, but I think that you're onto something there. I think this goes to like the end credits of the show, where it's just the very first thing you see is conceived by Madonna. Madonna. There's no other people listed, and so I do think that whether it's officially directed this or not, yes, I think she designed and and styled this story and this video and the images and the color and obviously other people shot it and edited it and whatever but it sets up a very clear world and we're in this world of red black and white you know yeah. and like she's the counterpoint to this now i have a bigger idea about this story but i don't know if i should say it i'm gonna say it and then maybe we'll cut it out but like I think that this paradise for me, it's introduction of this woman who we're going to follow for the next 20 minutes or yeah. whatever. Um, but I think that the song tells us that she's dead. She's been, she's been executed or she's okay. Yeah. Okay. And that what we see from here on is the, is the prelude to that. No, I think it's dream. I think it's the, it's the dream she has as she's dying. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. Like the moment she's going to, like that flash moment like, she sees this so story. She could be free of she what could, she could have been. Oh, I love that. Oh, my My mind is being blown. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not, but that's. It almost excuses those people just dangling in front of the oh, video, no. just so, hanging there well, for, for hours. <laughs> right. That's one of the questions I had is like, first of all, um, what the fuck are they doing? Um, well, they hang there for like, I, I mean. They're in like these pods. Yes. And then yes. they break out of the pods and it's these men who are essentially naked except for like kind of like a loincloth yes. kind of thing. Gorgeous. Yes, beautiful And men. then they're hanging upside down. Then they start to come alive, mm -hmm. right? And move and then sort of pull themselves up uh, but like, then they come down because at do the end down. they're posed at the at yeah the, yeah we'll talk yeah so but I was like well who are they and then what I so here so yes they come down during the video and she's talking on the screen we're seeing her sort of leaving the world right uh -huh. she's being escorted out or something and she's like walking out and so that's where I think like oh this is flight of fancy yeah she's now gonna go because the next scene we see her well we'll talk about that in a second so I think then I'm like oh were they babies were they children she almost had were they children by another 
person? Was she? Were they her other? Were, were are they a metaphor for the other possibilities of her life? The other lives she could have had. The other, like, are they are they other roads oh, she could have yeah, taken? Yeah, other um, persons she could have embodied. Right. Because then, like you said, when they they come together and then they come to the uh, the downstage, they open their mouths and they all have this glowing red in them just like she does as yes. the blood is coming out of her mouth in right. the video so i'm like even even though there are all these possibilities and options they're all dead i once. know what this is then. oh boy what if it's like okay because they're kind of in cocoons what if they're like the almost butterflies do you know what i mean mm. like they never they're the ones that didn't weren't born the part of her that was never born that had the potential to yeah. fly but now we're gonna see it now we're gonna see it because, oh yeah because then she because the, then because that song ends and we get then we get really introduced to wind in this beautiful landscape the red and the black tree that's sort of blowing in the wind and This is where I love the film version because those things have like all the mechanics of the theater of of the the tour yeah. aren't shown in this one. It just kind of happens. Yes. Like there's a moment later where can the candles arrive for the last yes. section. I have no idea when they came in. Right. How these things happen. Um, and I love that. I love that. And we get we hear the 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 familiar strains <sighs> of another hit. People lose their minds yes. in the audience. We're getting frozen. Oh, I want to go back to one thing before we get to frozen really quickly. Yeah. It's just that it's she's a geisha, but she's she speaks French. Anyway, I'm just putting that out. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so she's educated. Okay. Well, 
Well, no, oh. her 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 lady was was a, a French a French woman. Oh, yeah. That her that that her master brought from France during a, a world tour, and when she was lonely the the her oh, her, her madam French. would learn would she taught her right. french Got so it. they could speak in a secret language love it okay Jesus. so okay so uh, I'm back such to frozen. a dramaturg i, I swear to god no, i love it so frozen yeah yes i mean okay this is one we're of the... in a mystical forest yes a mystical forest with creatures yes. and mysterious crows yes. and everyone everyone has weird things yes. going on yeah i wrote down like this is a whole world yes like and with a whole like rules and vocabulary this is one of the moments in the show that um you can sort of see on the video, but you cannot understand it unless you saw it live. Oh, here because we go. Because that unfurling of those wings. This is the moment in the show I'm like, God, I'm an idiot. I did not see this live. I will this never forget it. This is the moment where that those wings open. And again, it's Jean-Paul Gaultier with these extra and and it's huge it stretches the, and you can yeah. see that from the, when they start to move and madonna oh. like madonna could like she could fall over if they're so yes. big like i'm like how is she standing still no they definitely worked on it and she definitely did fall because i could also see that little look on her face when she's a little miffed <laughs> she's like don't pull that so hard <laughs> um but oh my god what a phenomenal image and now she's appeared she's in all black where in the video I feel like she was in red, and mm. so it's like the she's like I I think I wrote like she's she's a geisha who turn she's turning she, I called her the Black Queen yeah um but then she sort of loses the wings well they she, get ripped right and then she's then she's dancing and doing she's, that she's training oh she's training because she, what she's done is she's left she's escaped right even though in reality she's died uh -huh. or she's dying. But her I dream, don't think she's escaped. No, 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 not yet. I think she's training to escape. She is She is somebody in the in the palace that is teaching her. No, no, no. No, no, because no, no. how do you justify nobody's perfect? She's I, back I, being I, a yes, geisha. I'm going to explain okay, it to you. Okay, great, great. Okay. All right, let's, so she's is, training. She's escaped and she's training. Can I, can I explain this to you? No, really let's fast? wait till we get to nobody's okay, perfect. This is, I'm in, intrigued. In these great stories, these Asian stories, yeah. right? The character goes off to some place to go train to with go the train master. With and the that's master. what she's doing. Okay. She's okay. gone to another landscape. All I right. know I I understand your point and I have a I have an answer for it. Okay, great. I can't wait to hear it. Because she's coming back for the warrior. She's gonna come back to kill him. Okay. And she says at the end of the song, what's the last line she sings? Of You of are frozen. the key. No, she says If I if, could melt your heart. If I can melt your heart. This is her plan. She's going to melt. His She's going to try close, and, yeah, and then kill him. Right. Oh, okay. Here we go. All right. <laughs> Which is why we hear "Open your heart." I well, hold hold the phone there, Kenny Finkel. So, <laughs> like, let's talk a little bit more about Frozen. I yeah. love. We get it both ways. We yes. get both the classic Frozen balladry and all of that movement, and then this is where she solves the problem of the song, filling that stage, yes. and then she, we get like the dance moves and that, yes. that break where she's like, ha! Yes. Ha! She's Love training, it. she's and she, training. but it's that great mix of the song, which is so gorgeous. Oh my yeah. god, the stare yeah. that stereo M sixty mix or what? Uh, yeah. oh. Stereo MCs. MC. Yeah. Oh, it's so good, um, so good. I, so then we get a little what? Go okay, ahead. Wait, no. There, there's a moment where um, somebody's dancing with her and sort of grabs her by the head, and I'm like, 
Be careful with that wig, girl. <laughs> Don't let that wig fly off. Oh, nothing's getting flying that off. Maybe later, but the black no, wig is gorgeous. She is so corseted in because she's got all this stuff. No, because you yeah. think about the contraptions under there that yeah. she needs for the next section. Um, so we get a little bit of open your heart. Yes. Those poor homosexuals who were jumping in the front row during Waiting. Beautiful Stranger, Waiting. like they were probably thinking they were getting a hit. Yeah. And then, not a Stephen Bray song. Stephen Bray's not getting any money on this tour. No, no, honey. No, no. We're getting an open she's, your heart little. She's not over that. No way, Jose. He's um, not getting any money. So we get this little open your heart and then nobody's perfect. Right. She's come back to the master. She's going to melt his heart. That's what I'm thinking. And I love, this is so great for Madonna. And this is, you know, the um, choreographer, Alex Magnus, said this is the first song that he worked on with her mm -hmm. and that she saw it. It was like, let's learn it. I want to learn it tomorrow. And what he said and what, she, what that she really liked is that she had someone to play against. Yeah. Like it's a scene. Oh, yeah. And she really performs. Well, it like, remind, it, 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 it's echoes of, of Live to Tell and Oh Father. I mean, yes, it, it's, yes. it's Carlton dancing yeah. with her and the, and the kind of, and she always has a moment in the show, in the show where she's, she, she's grappling with the patriarchy. Yes. On a one-on-one -on -one basis, it's an equal thing. It's not her with a bunch of people. It's one person versus one person. Can she melt his heart? Right. That's and, a beautiful sequence to, oh, like, gorgeous. it's so beautiful. He's like testing her the whole time. He's sort of like coming close to her with a knife. He gets close. He thinks about it. He pulls back. He yeah. gets he gets drawn into her. He kisses her and then pushes her away. And then finally, and, and the vocals are great. I love oh. everything. I think it's all great. He does cut something off of her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's like, I think her turning point where she's like, okay, I'm not going to be able to. I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm, I'm going to have to summon the courage him. within myself. And to do this to do the real battle see this song for me though it, it it ends very weirdly this is this is one place where the show where it kind of just ends and i get why because madonna has to go back and get hooked into the harness <laughs> yeah to be able to fly because the next time we see her she's up above yeah for mer girl yeah now if i were in the audience of this show and i had bought some tickets to see the drowned world madonna live tour with my girlfriends, expecting to hear a material girl. Yeah. I've lost my mind. Oh, yeah. This is where I've lost. This is where I'm like, check. Yeah. Next. This is where like, this cost me so much money and what the fuck. Yeah. But okay. I agree. This is, this is the moment. I'm like, what's happening in this show? But again, Madonna doesn't a, know. It, she's a visionary too. Yep. Because really like looking at this again through this lens of 20 years later, I'm like, this is so phenomenal. I also just want to go back to like her costume mm -hmm. because that dress is gorgeous that black and then that red belt which mm -hmm. is sort of like this like melted yeah so gorgeous again another red belt like there's all this red splotches and i guess the red is you know it means war right yeah he so he cuts her she gets away he thinks he's won 
she's not coming back again. Yeah. You know, she's she, running into the woods. Right. Yeah. She's like, I need to regroup. Yep. She gets a couple girlfriends. Yeah. But she sings she sings Mer Girl at the top of the screen at the stage. And now she's in her like warrior outfit. Yes. Yeah, right? quite and, and, and harness. The strings. Yes. And harness. Well she's she's summoning the ancestors. Oh. She's summoning her ancestors to be like, I need I need, you know, because um, Asian stories, they revere their elders and they, they call upon their elders to give them strength and power. Right. And that's what she's doing. I love that. That yeah. makes total sense. Yeah. I ran from my house that cannot contain me from the man that I cannot keep from my mother who haunts me even though she's gone from my daughter that never sleeps I ran from the noise and the silence from the traffic Um, and also we get in this sequence that amazing set piece, which is like, I want to call it like a stainless steel tree. Yeah. So beautiful. Oh my God. So gorgeous. Um, so, and, and again, comes out of nowhere. I have right. no idea how all of this, that's the one thing I, I want to see how it all fit together. Yeah. Like how it all came out during, like it, did it come out in the darkness? Did it just rise up out of the ground? Does it, does it come in from different pieces that's how I remember. I, I don't remember any like it kind of anybody. two pieces yeah. rolled in together and formed it. So now we're in like, you know, this is where we go. The cultural references are like um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden yeah. Dragon, right? This is Very. major because that yes. was a major movie around this time. Yeah. And the the flying in the air was oh. right. Oh, my so God. So great. I love that we can see her, you know, the things holding her up, which is great. I love that they're not trying to hide that. And she's like, okay, I'm going to have to kill them all. And off she goes, right. and we get this amazing version of Sky Fits Heaven, uh, which isn't very long. It goes on for, but it's not the whole song. It's not the whole song. It's perfect amount, yeah. I think, yeah. because we. Um, and you can tell that she. This is the first time, like, really. Well, no, not the first time, but she's loving this. Yes, she's having the best time. Yes, and it's working all well. Everything is yeah. moving smoothly. Yes. Like, yes. like, like, no, but you you think about it because I always think about. Um, when I see a show or I see a performance or when I've done performances where it took so long to get something right yeah. that when it does and yeah. it works, you're just like, oh my God, all of that hard work was worth it. Totally. 
she, um, Alex Magnus says there were four choreographers that worked on this section, yeah, to including make sure. the aerialists right. and all of this. Yeah, and stuff. the fight choreography. The fight scene is fantastic. Well, and it and it has some some of the like, like comic book energy. Yes. There, it's like comic booky and kind of Japanese anime. They style. have all those graphics that, yeah. sh- that pop pow, up. Pow, yeah. poof, and yeah. it kind of also connects to like the music video when yes. where she's like pow, poof. But then there's my there two of my favorite moments come up at this section, which is. The slow mo section. Oh yeah! Oh, so gorgeous with the with the boom, sh- boom, and then like you see all everybody moving like it's like as if we're in the film and it's slow mo. And then after that, how she flies into the air and what I would call like her triple axle in oh, the air. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Oh, oh my, my gosh! God. And she grabs the wire, and you yes. can just see. I mean, 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 I mean. You know, first of all, kudos to the guy that is like the spotter. Because yeah. you know he had a hard job. Yeah. He's like, oh, here we... Like Frozen would start and he'd break out into hives. Totally. He's like, it's coming, it's coming. When they were rehearsing this, Donna was like, you know what you could do, Madonna? And Madonna's like, Donna, shut up. <laughs> Go get your Go tea. stand Go get there. your Because where are Donna and Nikki? They're not in this sequence. But they sing. Oh, the, they're there they're, and they're there at the stage. They're watching. The, yeah. 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 Um, I love the murder when she finally gets to him and she just like, Breaks his neck. Yeah, and then I'm, my my next. Favorite I'm kind of. I I don't like all the like we 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 have to start talking about Madonna's um, obsession with violence in her shows because now every show now has like a violent section where she's like, Rah! I know. I, I don't know. It. it doesn't bother me because I feel like it's it's like um, Tarantino. It's like sure, but I get it. I get it. And I would be curious to hear what other people think. It doesn't really bother me because I get it as performance, but in this one I do definitely, but I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bookmark it for later. All right. I I'll buy that. All right. I love after this though. And this is one of my favorite (laughs) moments of the show. She just struts out. She stands there. She gets the audience to cheer more for her. And that is the moment, Mark, I'm going to use this word where I'm like, icon. Oh, God. An icon shouldn't have to ask for it, though. That's my view. I was kind of like, really? You've said two words to us all night. 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> I well, that's mean, something that the review, some of the reviews talk about that how the show is so tightly choreographed. Yeah, there's, there's no, no spontaneity. Yeah. Um, but as the show goes on, this, this is, but yeah, this is yeah. a moment. This is yeah. a moment she caught probably could have could have done anything. Yeah, you know, if she wanted to. But she just fills it, and yeah. then, um, and then she takes the wig off. Well, no, she. Sh- oh, yeah, oh she, yeah, yeah. She takes the wig off. Then she shoots somebody, and then I was she like, shoots, "Who the fuck is that?" That she shot. Th- I think that's a spe- That's the that's the patriarchy specter. Oh, okay. Um, and that's the moment I'm kind of like, and then obviously, famously after nine eleven, she didn't. She puts down the gun yeah. and goes and embraces that person. And they go off together as a sign of unity. But the yeah. the gun thing, I'm kind of like, uh eh. Well, do we want to take a minute to talk about 9-11 right now? Because, like, it the, does loom over this show. And, well. And our lives, of course. Well, and we are. I mean, this is the second part of a four-part series. So I think we can talk about it. I mean, I think, you know... It's such a dark show. It really is a dark, um, uh, prophetic show. There's a lot of of Madonna warning us. There's a lot of Madonna um, trying to break down um, societal structures yet again um, and proving that, like, you have to be a warrior to make it through the world in all these different ways, regardless of the landscape. She's a warrior. And... um, and again, we had just elected George Bush. George Bush was now in office and being everything George W. Bush, which now looking back looks quaint. Yeah. But at that time, it was a really dark time politically, even before 9-11. Um, that summer... That summer was a really hard summer for me, let, al- like, let alone everybody else. But there was this existential dread kind of happening. Really? That, I don't remember that. I think... So. I mean, because remember, right before 9-11 was the George... Michael Jackson concerts like yeah. three days before and that was weird. There was a lot of weird things happening. Yeah, but it wasn't, I don't, well, I just, I mean, we had different experiences obviously. So like, cause I don't remember it that way. I remember it being, I, I remember sort of feeling like when, after that day that I had woken up from a dream. I don't remember. That it was, that, that we were oblivious to things and yeah, then, yeah. ah, that's interesting. Um, and that in a lot of ways, I think um, colors this sh- concert for me because I think like it was bef- like there's it a lot of four. There's a lot of things in that year or two before 9-11 that I don't remember anymore as clearly. Yeah. Uh, obviously, because it's been a long time. But also like because I've talked about this with a friend group who I used to do a lot of plays with. Yeah. And we did a play a big play together in 2000 that was really like a big deal for us. And then um, around 9-11, we sort of fractured and we never actually really, yeah. really worked together again as a group. And when we look back, we were like, oh my God, it really was 9-11 that sort of pushed us in all these directions. And I think about that with this concert that um, there are parts of it I just, I don't remember all those feel those pure feelings because they were so affected by that event you know and And i think i because i was i came to new york i spent a chunk of time in early june of 2001 after i'd finished my first year of of graduate school and my 
boyfriend and I at the time were kind of having a fight, obviously. And so I came to New York for like 10 days. And I just remember leaving New York being like, God, there's so much possibility and potential and excitement. And I, I was 23 or 24 at that time. I could not wait. I had kind of already made like a decision that I was going to move back to New York as soon as I could get myself together to do it. And, um, and I was like, you've got to get back here. And then that time never was, it was never the same when, yeah. you know, the next time I came back was in like early 2002. Yeah. And so it was a completely different world. Yeah. Um, but I do think, you know, I think obviously Madonna post, she, she had like three or four shows left yeah, in she LA. Yeah, at the very end of her, she was supposed to perform on September 11th. And she then she postponed that. it. And then her last show was my birthday, September 15th. They yeah. moved that, they moved that show to the, the, that was the last day of the tour. Yeah. And, um, uh, and I just remember being, I, th I think s making these kind of small tweaks to it to, to, you know, and adding obviously the American flag kilt and things like that were very, well, you should explain that, right? Yeah. So, so, so Madonna would wear, um, uh, a different kind of like a, um, the, the kilts changed, the color patterns of the kilts changed over the course of the tour, uh, but they were always kind of Scottish or dark and different, different patterns. Um, and then when she got to um, the days, at the performances after 9-11, when she kind of came back, which I think were like the 13th, 14th, and 15th. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, she she wore an American right. Um, kilt um, yeah. of, of of an American flag, yeah. and there were tiny things. Um, they also cut the 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 funny song right. about dad and cannibalism yeah, yeah. and things like that that happened later. And so I think they curbed some of the violence yeah. after nine. And everybody did. I mean, there was so much that we realized that we were being kind of irresponsible with. And but I think yeah, totally. I think what's kind of amazing and very Madonna in this is that. Um, a lot of remember all the talk shows stopped. Yeah, right. Nobody was sure if they could come back and be funny. And Madonna postponed one day or two days, and yeah. then she just came back and did the show. And yeah. I remember a friend in LA who saw the show. Oh, and was like, Madonna saved my life. Yeah, you know, like that. The fact that she showed up to perform um, was kind of amazing. Well, and 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 I think I you know I think Broadway came back pretty soon after that but madonna was one of the first people yeah. she's like that, i'm not gonna let this stop no me. no and and they win the yeah. the the terrorists win if and we i think do this yeah. and i think that that was part of why everybody was like really moving forward and you have to kind of carry on and that's in a very american spirit for sure um but you know i do think in retrospect, because again, I didn't see the video until after 9-11, so obviously I, I view the whole show of seeing it on film through that prism now. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't remember, I, I don't know how my experience would be after, but again, it shows that Madonna, for better or for worse, was on the pulse of what's happening yes. in the culture and Sh what we needed, because yes. in hindsight, the show looks so prophetic. Yes. And so like, oh my God, we should have been listening to Madonna this entire tour. Totally. To yeah. to get ready for what was to come. A hundred percent. I felt like she really was, again, yeah, this is the visionary of her. She could feel the energy shifting and what this 
world needed to, needed or what it was you yeah. know what we were living in yeah and it makes me kind of wonder i wonder what the reviews would have been like had she op- had she opened in september right and toured all fall instead and you know because like i remember i went to see tori amos uh put out a record called strange little girls um which were her covers of male songs about women men writing songs about women um and she toured that fall all through the united states and the tour was just stunningly cathartic for everybody but it was all um in infused with 9/11 grief and mm. sadness and it was for a lot of people it was the first live event they went to after in in those months after yeah. and it was just you could feel it in the air yeah the catharsis of that yeah and and how that went so i do think it was prophetic and i think as we we kind of come out of the darkness of of the geisha section she uh, she also like there's there's more of a story to tell and i ran i'm still running Well, actually, I don't want to end it yet because there's one other thing to talk about because I don't feel like the section ends there. I feel like the what I feel what it feels like for a girl video that comes after is the coda to this. Uh-huh. It's like the encapsulation of everything that just happened in, even in the first two acts. And it's kind of an abstract anime mix of anime like from all kinds of different times. It's very There's a lot of violence against women and I feel like you know, we were talking about what it feels like for a girl not being like a major hit. Yeah. And yet it does show up, the only song that shows up twice yeah. in this, it, never in its original form, but in these unique forms, right? And that it's sort of like, um, it's this really primal, violent experience of like, and then we see this woman who's running for her life through yeah. the video, right? Um, and those cheerleaders on the stage, those like, dancers who are cheerleaders oh they're like all doing those you know because there's dancers too yeah on yeah stage. right yeah. i don't remember that part as clearly and then it's like um and then she kind of wakes up from this dream yeah and that's the end of that sequence which is so shocking you know and that again goes back to this idea that the whole story was a dream yeah when we go back to that question of appropriation or appreciation it's sort of like it's more than that it's like an interpretation yeah um and so ultimately i like she she is one she is one of many women yes in this situation who undergoes this experience yes and and how many are experiencing it in light in real time right now as she's having this moment right before she dies of what it could have been yes until next time bye Everyone, we have to move the cameras. I'm really sorry. Oh no, it's all right. (gasps) 